When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. Uh, we're really excited, actually, to have uh, um, Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host uh, of the Huddle. Coach. Yes. yes. All right. <laughs> First touchdown of the year. <laughs> Bobby Hurricane, yeah, you know the name already, it's Mercy, ha ha, it's the Six Red King Show, can't forget the name though, got jazz, blue, vision, DJ, break the game code, ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up, real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium, ball 14 for the orange or green, you see the Six Red Champs, it's more than a dream, this is life on the field, beyond a hundred yards of hurricane, that's never still put a damage to the What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. I think DJ's uh, remaining quiet today because he secretly ushered Willis McGahee's kid out of here. To the I know. What's going on, DJ? <laughs> they got somebody down there in Florida uh, recruiting for Nebraska. Did you, not see now, what, so. did you not see what Willis did to him in the Rose Bowl? Come on. I know. That yeah, was right. nasty. Listen, yeah. by the, we, all, we all know what's happened to player, all the players in South Florida end up <laughs> committing to Nebraska, right? They, end up, they do. They back. come back. They yeah, come they, back because they, they can't back. handle the cold. Yeah, so uh, or the the non-culture there. I mean, you know, (laughs) I'm not too worried about that over there. Although uh, Matt Rule seems to be doing a good job over there so far. He's doing all right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a good few weeks. Um, Yeah, don't tell (laughs) Dion they play him second game. Uh, Don't even get me started on Dion. That's a whole other show. Well, actually, speaking of Dion and kind of maybe transitioning to the portal. Speaking of Dion, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Everybody saw that mass exodus. I think it was. Mass exodus. It was about 13 players, I think, that um, uh, left the team. And that was only a matter of time before something like that was going to happen. Uh, you saw their – looked like their number one receiver. Uh, <laughs> caught three balls for 154 yards and two touchdowns and transfers out the next day. Yeah, so, he's, he's not allowed to wear number one, but he is their number one receiver. Yeah, awesome, awesome. But, uh, you know, not to talk about Dion in Colorado because this is a UM show, but – you know, it kind of it kind of begs the question, Blue and Vish and DJ, all of you guys, are you all surprised that we haven't seen it yet as far as the mass exodus in the second half of the transfer portal from Miami yet? I know we still have about a week before they need to do anything, but 
Are you guys surprised that we haven't seen more than just uh, Ishmael uh, kind of transfer so far? Do you expect to see uh, a, a lot of guys kind of leave? And by the way, Miami has eight spots as of right now to fill. Uh, just to give you an idea, we'll kind of go over, you know, what spots we want to see, you know, filled and so on, and maybe some players. But are you surprised by that at all? Vish, we'll start off with you. Are you surprised by that? Um, Not necessarily. Maybe, maybe I expected a few more, but not, like you said, we're already lean. Um, a lot of players already left. That's why we have the eight spots open. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm looking through, like, who would potentially – be leaving it's not surprising ishma when, when you saw 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 like ruben vein flips like, yeah. this guy's like i'm never gonna play here <laughs> get yeah. me the hell out of here i think i think actually jazz and i saw him at a baseball game so he's definitely into the miami uh yeah i don't know if you remember that that was last year but uh so like he's definitely was not like out of place in miami i think i think ruben, it's <laughs> ruben, a matter of playing time yeah yeah i think when you start looking at that um yeah, it's hard to see see him playing, but I think there's you know an opportunity. I think a lot of these players still view this as a good opportunity to play because we yeah. don't have a deep roster. So I think that's probably. I think it it could be again. They have, they have a short time timeline, like you said, till the thirtieth to to get in the portal. But you know, if we see some players start committing, we might see some of our other players get feel like they got to push out. Uh, maybe at the receiver position, especially, which is I know something we're going to talk about in a bit, but. If, if we start picking up some receivers that we know we're going to push them down the depth chart, we might see some of the back end of our depth chart leave. Yeah, I still think you're going to see a couple a couple more guys leave, at least five, five or six more guys leave. So, uh, and, and you'll see it this week. This week is when you obviously have to see it. So, um, And, Carlos, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> look, that just means what Carlos says here, that just means none of the guys want to leave. going to be up to the coaches on who they kick out. Look, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I understand where you're coming from because, yeah, there may be some players that don't want to leave, and the player, you know, and coaches are going to be doing exit interviews with some of these players and say, "Look, you're just not going to play. You know, we're going to help you find another spot." Then there's also the there's the, there's also the possibility that some of these players that are looking to transfer out won't announce that they're hitting the transfer portal yet because the the, the fact of the matter is, you know, coaches and teams back channel all time all the time, and so they're trying to find the right deal before they enter the transfer portal so they don't get caught in limbo. And right. be one of those players that they don't, you know, they don't find a spot after they enter the transfer portal. So you're going to see maybe some of these guys that enter the portal, you know, already have a place in mind. And you'll see them a day or two later kind of announce it. So I think that that's what really, uh, you know, what we're waiting on there. Uh, I also yeah. don't don't know that there'll be, you know, a push from the coaches to get players out of there. Just because, again, we don't have the depth. Like, you're going to want these guys on the roster for practice and whatever. But so I think if everyone that's here now stays, I think the coaches are fine with that for now. They don't, we're not going to bring in another 10 players in the pool or something where we need to push someone out and we need the practice depth. And you never know if someone gets injured. You might have to play some of these kids, even if they're not. Look, we're not, we're not at the state yet where we can just, where we can throw kids away. Like we're well, not we nearly... can throw Jevy on cones away, like yeah, yeah. We're we're just yeah. not we're not we're not good nearly good enough. So, um, you know, anyone that's here will have the. I don't think anyone's going to get pushed out at all. I think it's more just, you know, if they want to leave. Yeah, I, I I don't think anybody, <clears throat> I don't think anybody will get pushed out per se. But I think some of them will have the writing <laughs> on the wall per se. Uh, look, we've got to fill about eight spots right now, guys, and I want to talk about some of the. Just, just real quick, Jazz, on that point, though, if you look at it from the player's perspective, let's say the coach is like, 
you're not going to play a lot. Like, you know, garbage time, you're not really in our plans in the two deep. But then I look at the depth chart and I'm like, two guys get injured. I might be playing a lot. And and until we bring more players in, and this is a good transition to what you're about to talk about, until yeah. we fill some of these spots, even if the coach is saying, you know, you're not near the top of our plans, you might not play a lot. If I'm looking at the depth chart and seeing that's shallow, you know, it's football. It's a physical sport. Players get injured. I mean, we were, we were like, if you looked at the depth chart last year, running back at this point, like you're never going to play. We were playing a walk on by October. Yeah. yeah. So, so, true, I think, yeah. so I think some of them were probably like, until someone else comes in here, I might not be in your plans, but there's only three other guys at this position. One or two of them get hurt. I'm going to play a lot. So yeah, I mean, that's probably all playing into it. But that's especially. the case of basically every position on this team right now. <laughs> yeah. Then no, there's no depth, you know, extensive depth, you know, right now. Running back maybe, you know, but that, even then, you know, you, you're relying on a, a freshman and inco- and two incoming freshmen to add the depth to you. Yep. No, I, th- I think speaking of that, I think you're, you're going to end up seeing Miami go after a running back in the transfer portal. I think a couple other positions, I think you're still going to see them go after a quarterback. I think it's important to get a veteran quarterback here with, um, with, with you know, with some some playing time under his belt. Got to get a linebacker in there. You definitely have to get a linebacker. I think you got to get another one. Uh, I know, I know, there's some names out there that people have thrown around. Uh, Ryan Davis is one name. I know that a lot of people have been throwing around, and some other guys. Uh, the kid from Cincinnati, although I think he may have committed already. But uh, you know, there's still there's going to be some names this week. You're going to see a lot more action in that transfer portal from a lot of schools that are going to lose some guys. And it's not just because they're not going to get playing time. They're looking for better offers. They're looking for a better opportunity to get playing time. You're going to see some of these smaller schools, some of these group of five schools with some stud linebackers, some stud players that are going to hit the transfer portal because they want to play in the power five. And um, here's the thing. They're going to have to get some guys at some pivotal positions. Some Defensive tackle is a big one for me. I think that, <clears throat> they just don't have the depth there right now. They've got Leonard Taylor, Ranson Dean, Jared Harrison, Hunt, Ahmad Moten. Uh, Thomas Gore, I don't know how much he's going to play, to be honest with you. And you still got to get a couple guys there because that's really important is to have, <clears throat> you know, at least three or four deep in, at the defensive tackle position. So I think you're going to see them going after someone in defensive tackle and maybe either, even another defensive end and a, and, a, and a defensive back, a cornerback, I think. Uh, I think all those positions – I know there's some other positions that I'll let you guys name, but those are the positions that I think are going to be really critical in Coach Cristobal and his staff evaluating properly in the transfer portal and picking up some guys there. On the offensive side of the ball, we'll let you guys kind of – DJ, are, are any thoughts on you know what positions you'd like to see Miami kind of go after? Maybe a tight end, and I only say that because there's not a lot of experience at the position right now. There is a lot of upcoming names in terms of – you know talent like Carver and guys like that but one of the worst things you can do to a young player is rush them in their development and you know I think getting somebody at the tight end position it doesn't I and let me say this I understand that this offense is probably not going to utilize the tight end a ton but even still I think we do need experience in the room uh, because the last thing you want to do is rush the development of a younger guy and then you know kind of not not mess him up, but, you know, stunt his growth in terms of being a fully developed player ready to contribute. So I would say tight end would probably be a big one for me. I mean, like 
like Blue kind of alluded to, we have running back depth. It's just a lot of, you know, freshmen and, and, and unproven players. I mean, I feel okay about the wide receiver position, but I guess to me the big one is tight end. Yeah, I, I want to kind of address what Pim Down said. Really, another linebacker. We've got three more coming in. Yeah, but the problem is that the guys that you have coming in are freshmen. Yep. Um, and so that's why I think you need another veteran guy to come in and and give you some good Yeah, it's, there. it's the same thing. The reason I showed that as DJ was talking, he was talking about tight ends, but the same thing applies there. You don't want to throw a freshman linebacker and they're going to get killed. Yeah. Like, because so, uh, even I mean, you got to be really special. You got to be like that kid over at LSU. But but even like even like yeah. even those they generally are specialized players. They have a lot of big boys around them. Like we're not again. I think we need to like have a come to Jesus about the state of this program <laughs> right now. Like if you put a freshman out there, he's not going to be protected. Jazz, you just spent all this time talking about how the defensive tackles aren't up to standard. You're going to stick a middle linebacker behind them that's a true freshman. He's gonna, like. LSU can plug one guy in when the rest of them are 21, 22-year-old, like, grown-ass men, right? I mean, we're not – we are such a work in progress that if you throw, like – we're not going to be able to, like, okay, just do this one thing, do it really well, you know, rush the quarterback or, you know, we'll put you in these positive situations and then the defensive line is going to eat up the offensive linemen so you'll just be able to make tackles. Like, we're nowhere near that level right now. And so no, anyone that's on the field is going to have to carry a lot of weight. And that's why – and the DJ's point, you don't want to – damage some freshmen by putting them out there when they're too early um, and, you know, having them take lumps that they don't need to take. The only problem is, and Blue, I'll kick this over to you, the only problem is, again, the transfer portal could backfire there, right? So if you don't give them a little bit of playing time, if you don't give them the opportunity that, you know, hey, you you might be able to come in and play a little bit. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, right? It's the nature of the beast. You're going to end up losing some guys anyways. But as far as adding some pieces, right? Uh, tap tap rights here. We need a defense tackle, corner, safety, running back. Yeah, we need a lot of things, right? Just based off of that, we need yeah, a right. lot of things. Um, Blue, if you had to choose some something, uh, I, I kind of want to. Maybe you can kind of tell me a little bit about the wide receiver position because I still think that we need a guy that can take the top off the the, the, the defense there and could be like your Charleston Ramble, your you know that that. And I hate to say this, but you're Mike Harley, right? That can go out and get you five, ten catches a night um, and be really, really, really productive. And I know we have a guy like X, but again, a guy that could take the top off, uh, uh, you know, like a Kate, like an Osborne or somebody like that. But my point yeah. is this when you come to, I mean, because like Vish said, I mean, you can go probably to every single position uh, on the team and, 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 and find a need. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously that they, they, Fernando. He made, he made everybody. Team. Yeah, he made everybody. Well, well, well blue teed it up. I was like, well, I gotta show this now. Because... <laughs> yeah. Well, what about a kicker, Fernando? I mean, you know, while you're at it, you know, I, mean, I was not happy with the punting in the spring game. So. <laughs> yeah. Well. But my here's the thing. I understand what you're saying about wide receiver, but they feel a whole lot better now than they did last year at this time because they got good performances out of a, a guy who really didn't look really good last year. And maybe because they put a lot of pressure on, on George uh, to, to, to do a lot of things. And I thought he had a pretty good spring. He had a really good spring game, you know I mean? And that to me last year, he didn't in the first half of the game, he dropped four balls. Okay. He made some catches later, but that's against a third team. I, I want to see what you do right away. And, um, and like you said, young is young's a dude, you know, I mean, you know, you talk to any of the, the, the kids on the team and they'll say, Hey, you know, I mean, it's a big physical kid. 
that's got, you know, he's got some speed and uh, he could separate himself. And then you said X because X is really a very valuable member of this team because, you know, he's not, he's a lead by example guy, kind of a quieter guy, but he's a lead by example guy. And if he's out there throwing his little 190 pound frame around, uh, like he does. And it got bigger. And I told you, you saw him uh, at the spring game, uh, Jazz. He got bigger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe too big. Maybe he needs to scale it back a little bit. But but you got him. Uh, you got Burchard. I think that Burchard could have a pretty good year, uh, you know, coming in. And then you got all those young kids. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you could take any position on the team and say, well, we need another one. If they didn't get another wide receiver, I wouldn't be broken up but they need to get another um, – definitely another defensive lineman. Well, Blue, Blue, before before we go to another position, this is a big one, right? Xavier Henderson, speaking of another ex, he's a kid. He's a local kid. Trans, enter yeah. the transfer portal out of Florida. What's your take on, on X as a guy – as an, <laughs> another ex that we can bring in here? Is he yeah. the type he of a, guy that Miami could use? Had a good spring game too. I mean, yeah. I watched it. Um, I wouldn't be upset, you know, I mean, I watched him for four years and, you know, before and his brother, you know, was really, really good too. Uh, they're kind of both, you know, big time kids. And like you said, it's, there's no guarantee that who you bring in here is going to work out. You know, I mean, for the most part, Everybody, I all I heard when they were bringing Rambo in is, oh, he wasn't good enough to stay at Oklahoma, and all those kids beat him out, and you know, I mean, so there's always going to be a negative on on anybody you bring in. I just think you have to do your research and you have to talk to people. What type of kid is he? You know, I mean, is he is he one of these kids that really? you know, is a leader who just has a work ethic out the house and just like you know, like. A guy like X, but a little bit bigger, a little bit faster. You know, somebody that's going to separate himself, is going to take the top off, as you say. Um, but to me, the thing is paramount is on defense. A front seven is, I mean, two guys get banged up, and that's just a, a pedestrian at the best front seven. Because you got two linebackers right now, two. And then, you know, Flag, who's a great, player but he doesn't belong in the starting lineup on a team that wants to win not eight nine games uh so you have two guy Malgoa had a great and we can't say he didn't he had a and he's a dude that they wanted and then wesley has been banged up a little bit and he didn't play but after that who you have who you have with any experience so I think you bring one and that's one. That's the key and you, is experience. That's the who? key, right? That's the key. Oh yeah, experience. yeah, yeah. Because well, you've got guys like uh, Chase Smith, but again, he's, yeah, been hurt, but he's been hurt so much that it's hard. He didn't get experience, yeah, and right. and that's a we found out that's so so valuable to get in. I don't care if it's Duke or Middle Tennessee State. You got to have experience. You got to come in there and you know act like you've been there before. And and I agree too. Even though I thought that Daryl Porter. Uh, had a really good spring game. He did. I I went and back and watched the whole thing out. And then when he he only got beat really on those two plays, but those two plays were. I mean, if George takes one step, one more step, and he's out of bounds, and Jacoby obviously you know got in front of him, and and because he's so big, but I thought he had a really good spring. But you could add another cover corner, and uh, so uh, you you know I'm I'm sure that they have that. 
the big board and uh, you know, they have everything, the, the key kids written down that they need to get It's It's gotten so much like the NFL. It's crazy because, you know, you have that capology now. <laughs> I mean, you have to have a, a roster manager, you know, back in the day, they never had roster management. I mean, everybody on the staff did their own, you know, input on roster. Now you got to have a guy just for that. And, and somebody who needs to scour, like you said before, the portal and to see who's a fit. And when you get that guy who's a corner or a guy who's a receiver coming out, you got to do some homework on him because you just can't bring him in here and, you know, and, and him make him fit if he's not going to be a fit and, you know, he's never played the position or you do some, he's like, you know, he's a turd in the locker room. You don't need that. You don't need that because that'll ruin your team. And that's the one thing when college coaches call me, you know, and talk about kids, they don't ask how can he catch the ball? Can They could see that. They just want to know what type of character he has and, you know, what he is away from the camera uh, because that, you know, that type of cancer will kill your team. I don't care if he runs a four, three forty or not. It just kills your team. And you need, you need team players. You need like Cam Kinchin's team player, guys like that who will bend over backwards to make sure that everybody around them is equally as good as they are or equally putting in as much time as they are. And I think that that was a, that would made this spring a lot different. You have di- different guys now. You have co- coaches that want to be accountable, that are going to be held accountable, and they look forward to that. You know, just in my brief talk, you know, with both, you know, Gidry and also having a chance uh, to talk to some of the other new coaches, uh, Timmy Harris, and you could just tell Kevin Beard. I haven't heard a negative word from anybody about Kevin Beer. All they've said is he's a he's a worker. He's going to elevate that position. You talk to Restrepo, you talk to anybody like that, and I'll tell you. So that wasn't a case last year. You know, I mean, more of last year. And, and Jason Taylor, I can't press upon you guys. You know, what a difference he is. Yeah, it's good to have him on the sideline and, you know, during the game, peel him back. And But he's in the – you'll see. He'll be as active as anybody this year because he hates losing. And, um, and, and, you know, he's, but he, you know, he was the first to, to talk about some of the guys who really impressed, impress him. Remember, he's a Hall of Famer. So you got to do a lot of good things to impress him. And he thought Bain was just amazing. Mesador, guys like that just talked about, you know, players who, uh, and, and if he gives you that endorsement, you work harder. And then when you work harder, you elevate the team. And all these people talk about, well, that guy's an individual player. No, not really. He's doing things individually to get better so the team gets better. And I think people have a distinction there. And, oh, he's in it for himself. No, he's not. He's in it for himself to get better because when you get better as an individual, it reflects on the team. And uh, there's a lot of people that don't understand that and can't grasp that. But uh, but just – you know, getting back to your uh, question, Jazz, uh, you got to get position. You definitely got to work on your linebacker, your defensive front, and a cornerback on defense as a priority. You need maybe to bring in another running back, uh, but definitely a receiver. And if there's an offensive line who wants a man who wants to come out there and compete, uh, geez, you know, you look at 
Ohio State, they had 11 offensive linemen last year that were a beast, that were four and five stars. So you can never have as many, you know, that many. Uh, you know, just like you look at all the really good teams have two and three Banes. You know what I'm saying? Like Alabama, you know, loses a guy and then they just, you know, a guy grows another claw <laughs> and he's in there. So, yeah, but that's, uh, you know, that's what I feel about it. Uh, before we keep moving, uh, Vish, I'll, I'll throw it to you after that. But let's give a shout out to our sponsors, uh, Prize Fix, uh, real quick here. For almost forgot to mention them again. Story of my life. PrizeFix.com. <laughs> Check them out. Log in to PrizeFix.com. When you log in and you sign up, uh, use the code word five F I V E, and they will match your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars. It's real simple. Once you log in, you pick two to five players, depending on how much money you want to make. You pick the over-under on their individual categories. You can mix and match players from different teams, different uh, sports, everything. You can kind of do it all, right? The, uh, the Major League Baseball, NFL, college football, um, uh, Formula One. You got it all. NHL, you can do it all on there on pricepicks.com. <clears throat> Price picks. Make sure you check them out. So, again, log in, sign up. Uh, you can uh, use the code word five F I V E for your initial deposit, and they will match it up to a hundred bucks. And uh, yeah, make sure you log in. It's on PricePix.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Vish, I kind of wanted to get your take, right, on, you know, some of the players that, you know, could be leaving and some of the positions that obviously we've we've talked about most of the positions that we do need some depth at. But maybe there's one that, you know, needs a little bit more than others. You know, I keep saying guys like, you know, the wide receiver position is is all good and dandy, but they have shown improvement there. Uh, defensive backs, Devontae Brown and Daryl Porter both look pretty good, but I still think that we need another guy there as well. Jaden Harris looked good as well, by the way. I uh, forgot yeah. to mention him. Um, but there's still some there's still some needs there at the defensive back position, and definitely also on the line. Uh, both lines, offensive line and defensive line. What are your thoughts on those? And if there's any, another position that maybe you're looking at that we might need to add some depth to? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned especially corner. You can never have enough of those, right? I mean, right. teams run four and five receivers out there, and, and you need to be able to cover, um, which can paper over a lot of cracks if you have DBs that can cover and make plays. Um, but, yeah, I think the defensive line still – I mean, it's great that, that Bain – showed out he's a true freshman like i mean <laughs> as blue said alabama has like three or four of those guys <laughs> like and they're like we just we just need more and we need we need more and that that's a position where I, I think i think one of the things we don't necessarily think about all the time is like how much your body changes from when you're 18 to when you're like 20 20 21 22 you gotta go get some juniors and seniors out of the portal to fill that position out that are like already filled out that have been through several years of college strength and conditioning right. and not just for depth, but just to, to take that abuse. So that way you can unleash pain because if you're having to play him too much, he's going to wear down. I don't care who you are. If you're a f- true freshman and you're putting your hand in the ground and running into 300 plus pound 
offensive linemen on on every play. And you have to do that from game one to game 12. You're going to wear out. You're going to get hurt. You're going to lose your effectiveness. And, and, and I know he's not really going to start from day one, but I would love to be able to not have to play him in rundowns, not have to play him, you know, in some of the more physical and, and preserve him. Cause right now I, I can't imagine he's not in the two deep. Um, and, and that's a lot to ask on him because you're like an injury away from starting him. And, and that, that's a lot to ask for a true freshman. So I think definitely the, and then you mentioned we're just we're just light at defensive tackle. There's just not a lot of frankly talented depth there. So and even Harrison Hunt's a guy we platoon at end too. So it's it's that that is a very, very light position. So yeah, I would just all get give bring me all the defensive linemen. Does Mesidor have any friends? <laughs> I'm sure he's got a lot of them. A lot of them in the NFL in a year, but uh <laughs> I, I know, I know. I heard uh, Flo mention a guy from Ole Miss, uh, Kid Malone. Um, not, I'm not very familiar with him, but I know that uh, he's he's a big time guy that entered the transfer portal. Uh, Blue. I, I don't know if you know anything about the Kid Malone over at Ole Miss, and and you know he seems like a guy that could come in and uh, you know and, and and do some things here at the defensive tackle position. Yeah, big guy, uh, very physical, uh, quick off the ball. Um, a space eater, um, and, and certainly I had a chance to watch him, and um, he's gonna be tough. Uh, and but you know, there's a lot. There's five or six guys, schools right now that are looking at him, and uh, and if if you know, you say that, you know, with Miami, you can say, well, we have a lot of young guys up front. Uh, we need you in there to kind of lead the way, um, just like Cohen is, just like Lee are, you know, is on the. Uh, on the offensive side, um, you get a guy like that with, with the experience and the knowledge of the position and, uh, you never know what happens. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it, it you know, they could be, uh, you know, they, um, I mean, I think didn't he answer, uh, didn't he, uh, uh, go in the portal what last week or today, or when did he go in? Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday. Yeah, or maybe um, maybe even last week, by the way. Maybe it could have it could have been last week. I yeah, I want to no, say maybe I mean, Friday, but uh, yeah. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. But you know, I I talked to a guy who went against him two yeah, years yeah, ago. When, yes, Tap, you're right. You're right. Everything. <laughs> what happened, Fernando? Say so. You guys are saying I was right, and we need everything. <laughs> yes, right. I'll, I'll just reiterate. You need to have a proper perspective of where this program is talent-wise right now. Yeah. It, it, it is, it is a, a sad reality of where we're at. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, it, it's tough. Uh, give me one player, uh, Blue, because um, I think there's a lot of guys out there, but give me one player that you want to see come to Miami from the transfer portal, hit the transfer portal. Just yeah, one. I know, well, I, know, I know it's hard to say one. Well, I don't really, you know, know everybody that's, uh, you know, I haven't checked on the portal. I know there's a lot of, uh, like, like you said, the Malone kid, you know, who, who, what he play all 13 games last year. I, I think he would be a guy I would pursue because of the fact of his experience, because of his, uh, where he's been. Um, you know, I mean, he, um, yeah, I mean, he, he's played in what. Uh, 28 
29 games and at a high level. So I would have to say he would be one of the guys. Uh, if I had a list, I don't have a list in front of me, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I think, DJ, I don't know if you have a list or not, but give me one name, DJ, that you'd like to see in the transfer portal come to Miami. I was just looking because there's so many names that I can actually put the link in the chat here for you, Blue, because it does kind of narrow it down a little bit. But yeah, I was just taking a look at Elijah Brown. Uh, he transferred from Alabama. And, you know, I know tight end is maybe not our biggest need. But like I said, you know, someone that has experience. But DJ just wants a damn tight end. All right. I do want to say it. He's been saying it for like three weeks already. Get the guy a damn tight end. Yeah, yeah. All right. Man, he's not bad he, enough. We have a forty-six-year-old one in there now, so it's. Man, uh, he uh, he really took that Khalil Brantley news hard. Yeah, he took it yeah. hard. Yeah, right? <laughs> Did not realize that's kind of effect on him. Because because I'm envisioning whichever quarterback is under center a six eating tight a end safety set. valve as he's running for his life. <laughs> a six tight end set. I get it. I get it. The bro. offensive line. That's, so. that's I mean, Shannon I mean, Dawson's new. That, that, that's all. That's all Gaddis needed for his offense to work. More tight ends. <laughs> Vish, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Vish uh, doesn't have any clue about transfer portal guys, but give me a guy. Give me a name. Come on. Uh, the kid from Colorado. Just because he told me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, though. First of all, he's, he's obviously talented. He's a big kid. He is, I think yeah. we could use some big, big receivers to throw the ball up because we don't really have that. The yeah. second thing. He told an FSU alum to shove it. And, you know, I mean, okay. that is he, – he's already number preparing. one down here. I forgot. Who wears number what? one? I don't think we have a number one yeah. down here, right? Yeah. Is it, I mean, we'll, we'll move some numbers around. We can do that. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's much easier than finding, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the couch to hand him. So, if that's all it's going to take, he can wear number one. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I I don't even think we're going to be in for him. But, uh, but that just, you know, he's already – like actually, more real – like on the talent evaluation. Yeah. The one thing, because Blue mentioned, like, our receivers did have a much better better uh, spring than last year. And, and frankly, out of everything that happened in the uh, in the spring, that was probably the most encouraging position in terms of where we thought it was coming in and what it showed out. But we still lack size. And Montana's 6'3". And, and I think, you know, that, that a quarterback's best friend is, I'm just going to throw this up in one-on-one because my big receiver's going to get it. We haven't really had, even though – Rambo and, and Harley caught a lot of passes. Is Cager the last like big target we had on the outside? Yeah. I mean, right? He's probably the last guy where we're just like, I can throw this up in traffic and he'll go get it. Right. Now, sometimes you have to hit him more than once on consecutive plays, but eventually he catch the ball. Um, and and I think it's been that long since we've really because that is definitely a safety valve. And it's an important part of a lot of offenses that we just don't have as an option. Cause I mean Colby Young is six five and his athleticism, I'm not saying he's gonna be the guy. But, I mean, it, it could be, you know, a spot for him to emerge maybe as the season goes on. Yeah, it's not just height, though. It's 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 going up and getting the ball high-pointing it. Like, he didn't right. really – he was actually effective last year until TVD got injured. He was our best receiver until then. But I don't recall him really, like, going up and, frankly, going <laughs> going over the top of uh, – Who's that, Kobe Young? Yeah, yeah going over the top yeah, of DBs consistently. Up. Well, maybe not consistently, but he got up. There. I was going to say, I remember him getting some air. Yeah, he he made some plays. Um, Look, man, we have enough heat shows on the network. I feel like I'm doing this on every show now at the Heater in the playoffs. Like, I've got to tell Jazz, like, stop watching the heat. <laughs> no, I'm not. Even, I'm not watching. <laughs> they're, they're making it. They made a little run, but I don't think they're going to do much. 
I don't think so. Montana Lamonius Craig. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Wow. That, what a name, huh? That that feels like that's got to be. I mean, that sounds like a hurricane, doesn't it? That's a South Beach name. Yeah, that, come on. It sounds like some of the Godfather, you know? That, that, that does feel like a hurricane's name. That does. I like it. I like it. You know who I'm going to go with? This is going to be funny. Just because of his name, also. And I think we talked about this a little bit, Vish. I'm gonna go with Storm Duck. Right? We need a guy. We need a cornerback, anyways, right? He's a good cornerback. You know, uh, he he left North Carolina and committed to Penn State, but he yeah, he, he got he didn't even make it. He didn't even make it. So to so you, so you, so you, using using my uh, my Dion logic, you gotta like someone that took one look at Manny Diaz and was like, "Get me out of here." So you know, I mean, that's yeah. good judgment. That's good judgment. So he's shown that he has that judgment. Yeah, actually, I think I think right. it was Big D, Big D and Tony Wiley. You're in the wrong. You're in the wrong. <laughs> yeah. Let's stick around. We yeah. appreciate it. Appreciate but it. I, I think it was Melissa that had to take on. We gotta take him because his name is Storm. Storm. Um, He's gonna choose either Oregon or Miami. Yeah, Oregon would be perfect. Yeah. Right? yeah. Right? I mean, flashbacks to Storm Johnson. Right? Storm Johnson was a perfect. That was a perfect <laughs> guy. No, but in in in, in reality, there's a kid that, that kid the 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 linebacker out of Georgia, Ryan Davis. That's I think that that would be. It. A huge, huge pickup for the Hurricanes if they can pull off a guy like that. Uh, I know they need offensive line work as well because they do need some. They still need some depth there. And and but to, to be honest with you, man, they, they they could still be looking for a guy to start maybe on one of the ends. I know they weren't. I know a lot of fans and a lot of uh, you know people weren't super surprised or super happy with the way Jana Rivers played. Uh, and so that's a question mark. I know Malagoa, being a freshman, did really well. But that's still a position that maybe he can still develop a little bit. You might want to bring in a guy with with with, with some experience there too. So I know there's a kid out of Wyoming uh, that's a big time prospect that entered the transfer portal, uh, and there's some other guys out there too. So we'll try to we'll try to maybe list uh, some more names next week and hopefully. Oh, by the way, the the, the announcer for the big for the big guest will probably obviously is going to be moved to next week potentially. So be on the lookout for that. We'll have a a really fun guest for you then as well. Um, guys, I, I think that at this point, look, when we when we get together again next Monday, the transfer portal will have closed. We'll have a better idea as to what Miami players are gone and how many more players we need, how many more um, positions we need to fill. So that's going to be an interesting conversation. And I think if we can get our guest on board to talk a little bit, I think that's going to be interesting to hear what he has to say about um, about his alma mater as well. So, yeah, Actually, I think it'll be interesting to get get different perspectives on like how easy is it to plug and play an offensive lineman at this point. Like we they missed all spring ball. Yeah. A lot of that is, you know, comfort with your teammates. And I think this Dawson offense might not be too hard to pick up as far Maybe as not, yeah. well no, who knows? I yeah, but it'll be a good discussion, I think, to have next week as well. Just kind of because I think we all agree we need more alignment. Are they actually gonna I mean we we've definitely dipped into the portal. Brought in offensive linemen and then never seen them again, Tommy Kennedy. So, uh, Tommy Kennedy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that transition's not easy um, to 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 go and start immediately. So. I agree. I agree. So make sure you guys watch us uh, next Monday night. But before you even get to that, tomorrow we got a really big show. Uh, yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the Six Rings Kings hitting the hardwood. No, we're still coming up with the back. Coming up with the name. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you were not <laughs> authorized to call it that, man. Where did that come from? <laughs> 
Hurricane Hoopla was what I. Yeah, Hurricane Hoopla. We got a couple of names for you. We're gonna, guys, we're so. gonna ask Coach Meyer to name it, so we'll see yeah. if she does that. But yeah, she'll be on tomorrow. Yeah, that was always. For That's tomorrow. gonna be huge, Coach Katie at Meyer six. on the show tomorrow, yeah. right? With you and Bell. What time is that? Oh yeah, I want to hear that. Yeah, definitely. At six p.m. Yeah, Coach Meyer will be on with us. And speaking of the portal. She has cleaned up Woo! in the portal. Yeah, she up. This team is loaded now. Yeah. Building so, off of that momentum from yeah, last from the yeah. eight, man. Absolutely. Yeah, this team is um yeah, I, I'm gonna actually ask her how she's gonna get all these players on the court. Cause uh she uh she loaded up there. Yeah, there is and and I don't know that people realize some of our freshmen last year that you know showed a little bit of uh in, like that they need to mature a little bit. Those we had a couple like last year's recruiting class had two McDonald's All Americans in it. Yep. Yeah. Um, that they they played some, but they're going to be starters. Like this team is has a very high ceiling. Yeah, good. Um, um, so this is going to be. Oh, well, she team. deserves it. I mean, she's worked extremely hard over the years, and and you know what? The whole thing is, is you you, you play in a conference like the ACC, and there's some really good teams, as Virginia Tech showed this year. You know, I mean, you could pretty much come from the back of the pack two years, what, three years ago, they were a, a less than 500 team. And last year they were the number, a number one seed. So it could happen. And yeah, it couldn't happen to a better person. Katie's a quality lady. Absolutely. Yep. Make sure you guys keep it locked for that. And, um, and we'll be back next Monday. Also. We, we got a baseball show coming right now, oh, dude. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know how I'm doing this. Oh my goodness. All right. Keep it locked for that. We'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys whenever. Just follow yeah, us, yeah. Just, follow just, us on Twitter at just, Six just, Rings. Games. Yeah, just find the link for the next show. We'll be right back. That's it. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. You know. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.